0: Good morning, it's Friday, October the 27th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today in consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus. Jesus. I belong
1: to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you.
0: I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice.
1: Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name
0: of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, God Gets Us Where He Wants Us. Our text is Acts chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. Hear now the word of the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus. To look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit, predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul.
1: The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. There's a lesson just beneath the
0: surface of all that's going on in this grand story of the Acts of Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the apostles. Let's call it the under story. We've discussed the backstory story of Acts, which is the story of how Jesus builds a house of prayer among all the people for all the nations. There is, of course, the front story of how Jesus heals the sick, feeds the hungry, casts out demons, raises the dead, and brings thousands of people into the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Certainly, we continue to document the over story, which began with the words of Jesus in Acts 1, verse 8, about witnesses receiving the Holy Spirit and moving out into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And by chapter 11, Jesus is reaching the beginnings of the ends of the earth. And this brings us to the under story. We need to revisit a verse from yesterday for context. Chapter 11, verse 19. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among the Jews. This was Luke's way of lifting up the understory, which began back in chapter 8, on the day Stephen was martyred, Acts 8 verse 4. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Because of the back story, we have the front story. Because of the understory, we have the over story. We don't like the understory. It's the part of the story we would rather not go through. It's the story of how bad things happen to good Christians, and how God uses terrible things to bring about beautiful things. Note, I did not say how God causes terrible things, but uses them. Here's the understory. The church scattered first to Judea and Samaria, and soon after into Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, not because of some great commission strategy, but because they faced withering persecution. The gospel didn't move out of Jerusalem until the day they murdered Stephen. People undoubtedly lost their businesses and livelihoods. Families were uprooted and likely separated. Long-time settled and established residents became refugees on the run. It's why Paul would later write things like this, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Bad things are happening to good Christians. And God is taking those bad things and reincorporating them into glorious outcomes. I tend to repeat certain stories because Jesus keeps bringing them back around to my attention. Years ago, I was on a retreat at a famous monastery, the Abbey of Gethsemane in Trappist, Kentucky. One of the monks gave a message I will forever remember. The title of the talk was written on a sheet of paper and posted on the door of the meeting room. It read simply, in all caps, God gets us where he wants us. The monk explained his strategy. He knew we would be won over by the warm, encouraging, and reassuring title of his talk. Then he referenced the ellipsis, the three dots. I fail to even say, God gets us where he wants us, dot, dot, dot. Then the monk referenced those ellipses, noting that now that he had us in the room, he would give us the rest of the title to the presentation. Again, all caps, no matter the machinations. Full title. God gets us where he wants us, dot, 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 no matter the machinations, full stop. He then proceeded to tell us a series of the most heartbreaking, but mind-blowing, difficult, but divine, tragic, but triumphant, broken, but beautiful stories I had ever heard. All of them told the story of how quote, in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to his purpose romans eight twenty eight God gets us where He wants us, no matter the machinations. He called the Apostle Paul as a witness, noting the monk called the Apostle Paul as a witness, noting how not only will God get us where he wants us, no matter the machinations, but he will cause the worst things to work for the highest and his highest good. That's how the understory always works. Again, 2 Corinthians 4:10 and 11. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. And then the monk capped it all off with this one. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Psalm 118, 22 and 23. I'd never seen a monk do a mic drop before
1: until that day. God gets us where he wants us,
0: no matter the machinations. The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness.
1: I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I
0: receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love
1: and release my selfishness. I receive your understory and release my fairy tale. Yeah. Come Holy Spirit transform my heart, mind,
0: soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father.
1: Amen. And the question today, is it a tragic loss
0: a tumultuous disease, a devastating divorce, an unjust verdict, or something else shaping the painful understory unfolding in your life now or in the past. How are you keeping your eyes fixed on the overstory? Journal this out a bit today. The Spirit will bring clarity in time and will help you and through you will help others
1: this is hard stuff friends not what we planned for in the hymn today we're going to sing it is well it
0: is well with my soul our our book has it titled when peace like a river it's number 300 and 44 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise, number 344. Four. When peace like a river, it is well with my soul. We'll sing all five verses. When peace
2: like a river attendeth my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll Whatever my lot Thou hast taught me to say It is well, it is well with my soul It is well with my soul It is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control. That Christ has regarded my helpless estate. And has shed his own blood for my soul. It is well, it is well. With my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. My sin, O the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole. Is nailed to the cross And I bear it no more Praise the Lord, praise the Lord O my soul It is well With my soul, with my soul, it is well, it is well, with my soul. But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave is our goal. O trump of the angel, o voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. It is well well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. And Lord, haste the day when my faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Amen. That was a marathon,
0: guys. And wow, what a hymn! I just kind of just kind of had the the scenes flashing before me of these early christians these disciples these apostles men and women children like fleeing from jerusalem when the persecution broke out the understory right it's the understory for which we need hymns like this one you know It's easy when peace is flowing like a river. (laughs) That's why I don't don't like that title to that song. I don't like titling a song by its first line. You know, when peace like a river attendeth my way, yeah, sure, it's easy to sing it is well with my soul. but, But when sorrows like sea billows roll, no. That's why we have to be taught to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. The story of that hymn, it's profound. Gang, I'm out of time. I'm run over today. Get your seeds. Hit the field. I'll see you out there. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.
2: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed.